Blog Talk Radio.
Messiah, Jehovah, the mighty God. Get around to that one day. No. 
Make this the week to do it. One of you, one of the church members is already ahead of you. She started on Friday. She had all this stuff cluttering her bed, and she was sleeping on the sofa because it was just too much. Guess what? Friday she slept in her bed. Hey! It doesn't matter what it is. Go get you some victories this week. So, okay, you haven't been able to pray in your prayer language, but 15 minutes at a time, okay, go for 20. Go get you a victory. Quit just sitting there thinking it's going to fall on you like rain. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You got to get up and get after it. You got to go get you a victory. It's out there waiting for you with your name all over the place, waiting like it's standing at the bus stop, waiting for you to show up. The least you could do is go get it. God has victories for you in your everyday life, but you've got to get up off your duff and go get them. You got it? Amen. Amen. So you tried before and landed on your rump, okay? Remember I told you what toddlers do? We clap when they land on their rump and say, okay, get up, let's try again. That's how you learn to walk. You keep trying. And as you know, they all learn to walk. Why? Because they keep trying. They're determined to keep up with you. So that's enough of you sitting there thinking about it. You have molded over in your mind for how long? Too long. It's time to act. Amen? Amen. Amen. So how would you have liked it if Jesus Christ came to earth and at the Last Supper say, you know, I think I changed my mind about this. I don't feel like dying this week. Where would you be now? Well, then the one place for you to be. He just sat down and said, you know, this was a great idea, but I just don't feel like it this week. I don't feel like Pilate. I don't feel like those Jews. I don't feel like a cross. I don't feel like God. See, you can't do it that way. Something greater than you has to propel you forward, and that someone already lives in you. So, I would suggest that you do what you can do. Yes, there's something you can do. You've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And putting it off. Why? Because you had 10 other things to do. Well, this is the week for you to get it done. In Christ. You don't have to go running off in the flesh trying to achieve it. You can do it in Jesus. Amen? Amen. So no excuses this week. You're going to get it done. Whatever that thing is, you're going to do it. You're going to quit saying, okay, I'm coming to you. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to get to you. No, this time you're going to get it done. 
Amen. And you'll see that joy and enthusiasm and optimism comes when you do it. That doesn't sound like faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. I remember, because the Holy Spirit is reminding me, on my first trip to Ghana, I had the Lord and I, I was talking to him about it. And he asked me a question. He said, Are you going what are you going to do when you go there? Are you going to sing me a song? I said, A song? I said, Yes, I'll sing you a song. And he said, What song are you going to sing? And I stood there and I said, I'm going to sing, Oh, the blood of Jesus. That's what I'm going to sing. Was I practicing it? No. When I got there, Bishop Kanko looked at me. We were on the stage. We were on the platform in the pulpit. And he looked at me and said, come sing, or something to that effect. And so I walked up to the podium. I walked up to the pulpit. And there were more people out there than I could see. And I opened my mouth and sang, Oh, the blood of Jesus. Nervous, but a sang. And guess what? They were so kind to me, I got a standing ovation. I didn't know, I had never had a standing ovation in my entire life. But I decided I was going to sing it to Jesus, no matter how my voice sounded, no matter how weak it was. I was going to sing to Jesus. And I did. And God blessed me. So you see, you have no excuse for not doing the thing that you can do that you've been putting off. (laughs) Yes, God comes to this church and, and he digs all in your cranny. You've been pretending. Well, he, he doesn't, he doesn't receive that because that's not faith. So you have to repent of Because that's not God. You have the spirit of the living God inside you. You are without excuse. God is here to help you. No matter how big it is or how small it is or how uncomfortable it is. Wow. When are we going to get around to communion so she can stop talking about this? When the Holy Spirit is finished. That's when. Amen. So whatever it is, God is calling you out on the carpet right now. Get to it. Stop procrastinating. Stop putting it off. Stop saying, I'll get around to that. You don't know when your next opportunity is. You know, we just finished worshiping the Lord with this song, I Can Only Imagine. Well, guess what? One day it won't be an imagination. You'll be there. You'll be right in front of Jesus. 
And all those things that you could have, would have, should have done and you didn't do, you can't come back down here and do them. Okay? All those attitudes. Oh, yes, this is a good place to go. Attitudes. Attitudes. All of those places where you had an attitude that's just not found in Christ. You can get rid of that attitude this week. You can work on it with the Lord. You can move that to somewhere else. You don't have to have it anymore. You've been lugging it along for too long. And Jesus is saying it's time to drop it. Uh Uh-huh. I know you didn't want me to say that part, but that's just too bad. It's some attitude. Ooh, okay, Holy Spirit. It's some attitude that he wants the saints to get rid of this week. We've been seeking him and calling on his name, and he says, well, I'm here. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. Let's get rid of some of those attitudes. Yes, Lord, they are not smiling. Mm-hmm. They didn't like that part, Lord. Nonetheless, we've been talking about obedience, 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 obedience. So, we're going to get rid of the attitude, 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 attitude. Right? Yes, you are. Don't make the Holy Spirit break me out into a rap. <laughs> now they're laughing at me, Lord. Yes, you're going to get rid of the attitude. Why? Because it's not him. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Okay, so we're not going to see sit in the same spot, you know. Okay, it's this month we're seeking the Lord again, and I'm gonna sit in this same old spot. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to get. You're going to progress. That's what we're going to do. We're going to progress this week. Amen. Old junk, we're getting rid of. We're walking in a new attitude. Who is it to sing that song, I've Got a New Attitude? I don't know, somebody. I can hear that part of the song in the back of my head. Feeling good from my head to my shoes. The rest of it will come to me later. Or else one of you all will tell me what I'm missing in it. Amen? I've got a new attitude. Okay, so next Sunday this time, you're going to have a new attitude, right? Yes, Pastor. Amen. Patty LaBelle? Okay. I like Patty. We need a new attitude. The Holy Spirit is very serious. Because we haven't even gotten to communion yet. <laughs> He's very serious. So don't play him. 
Because you know you, 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 can't, you can't fake him out. In case you were wondering, you cannot fake out the Holy Spirit. He doesn't go for that. And if you try, you'll find out. Amen. So everybody's got an attitude we're going to get rid of, right? Praise the Lord. Amen. You may as well be happy about it, because if you don't do it right, you know what happens next, don't you? Okay, let's use some sense, okay? All right. Amen. So, we're going to repent of the attitude today. That's what we're going to repent of. The attitude that we have that God wants gone. Wow. Okay. So. I'm going to count to three, and then you can start. One, two, three. You may begin. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. Amen? Examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves and our attitudes, 
we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. 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 Ah. I'm feeling good from my head to my shoes. Know where I'm going and I know what to do. I tied it up, my point of view. I got a new attitude. Mm-hmm. So it's time to tidy up these points of view. Amen. I tidied up my point of view. I got a new attitude. So, Lord, we submit all of our attitudes to you that you want us to get rid of this week. It can't roll over into next week. He does, he's not doing rollover. You know, you, you, you had minutes, and then it was time to go somewhere else, and then they roll over. He's not doing that. This is it. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we choose to serve you with gladness, and we come before your presence with singing. We know that you are our God. It is you who made us and not ourselves. We are your children, and we are the sheep in your pasture. We enter your gates with thanksgiving, and we go into your courts with praise. We are so thankful to you, and we bless your name, because you are good and your mercy is everlasting. Father, we thank you that your truth endures to all generations. We want to know you better, Father, and therefore we will call upon you. We know that you will listen to us. We will seek you knowing that we will find you, for we will seek you with all of our hearts. Father, we ask you to sanctify this time as we seek your faith and so to grow in faith. As we pursue you to know you better, we will draw near to you. We know that you will draw near to us. Father, we desire to experience a deeper and more intimate fellowship with you. We thank you that you desire this as well. We rejoice that you have made it possible for us to have close fellowship with you. Father, and with your son, Jesus Christ. Father, we are excited as we look forward in eager anticipation of getting to know you better and better. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In fact, that was the song Pat Holiday, Pastor Pat sang when she came to the pulpit that night. She sang a song about getting to know you, getting to know all 
all about you. And they liked it. They liked it. They liked it. Amen? Amen. We have a wonderful God. He has a sense of humor, too. That's how you got one. You're made in his image and his likeness. So, spend your time this week well. Maximize your opportunity and grow in faith. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, today we're going to talk about an interesting subject. And the question the Lord is asking is, why doubt? Why doubt? What for? For what reason? For what purpose? Amen? Why doubt? Saints, we all know what doubt is. Doubting is when we call God to question or we decide to mistrust him. We make an active decision that you don't want to trust God fully. You'll stick your toe out, okay? Oh, remember the hokey pokey? You put one foot in and you take one foot out. Okay, well, Jesus doesn't do the hokey pokey the way you do. One foot goes in and the rest goes in too. It's not one foot in and you take one foot out. You put the other foot in and then you take it out too. He doesn't do it like that. You're going to have to change your dance step because that's not going to work with him. Amen? And so you're going to back up and do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around the wrong way. That's not what it's all about. It doesn't work like that with him. That was for kindergarten. That's over, okay? We got that now? So we can't go around deciding to mistrust him. Perhaps we have an inclination to disbelieve him. Well, now, why would you have that? He's God. He can't lie. That's something you still try to do. Mm-hmm. Or are we so inexperienced with God that we live in a state of uncertainty? Well, I, I, I just don't know. Well, why don't you know? Hmm. It may be that we live in the valley of indecision in relation to the truth about God and his power. Or are you always wavering in your opinion of his word? Hmm. Regardless of the flavor of doubt which you relish, doubting God is sin. Doubting God is sin. Yes, he had to get up from that table and go on with the program so he could die on the cross so you could doubt him. 
and then repent. Think about that. Plain and simple. First John chapter four verse one. First John chapter four verse one. When you get there, just put your finger there. Saints, it is our responsibility to God and to ourselves to beware of voices that breathe doubt, which leads to fear in our mind. It is our responsibility to God and to ourselves to beware of voices that breathe doubt, which leads to fear in our mind. We are to test every voice with the word of God. We are to test the voice of the thought with prayer. Prayer? Yes. P-R-A-Y-E-R. Prayer. Yes. I bind that thought in Jesus' name. Mm Mm-hmm. I cast down that imagination, and I command it into captivity to be subject to the obedience of Christ. Beloved, believe not every spirit or thought. Words are spirit. But try and test the spirit's and thought. What? Well, they could be demons. Hmm. Really? Seriously. That's how it works. It is the duty of every saint to enforce the laws of God in your own thought life. It is the duty of every saint to enforce the laws of God in your own thought life. It is the duty of every saint to enforce the laws of God in your own thought life. It is the duty of every saint to try and to test the spirit to try and to test the thought, to determine if they came from God. It is a sin to entertain doubt and to make them up in your own imagination. It is a sin to entertain doubt and to make them up in your own imagination. It is sin to give in to these thoughts and voices. Let me see. Let me find my scripture again. Okay, I'll go here.
Yeah. That's what I want. Okay. I'm going to give it to you again. I'm going to give it to you Old Testament, and I'm going to give it to you New Testament. Old Testament, Deuteronomy 8.3. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee to thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Amen. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Speaking of Jesus, but he answered and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So it seems that it would be important to know if the voices and the thoughts and the words that you're contemplating actually proceeded out of the mouth of God. In fact, it's your responsibility and duty to see if they did or if they did not. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 14, that whatsoever is not of faith is sin. If it's not faith in God, it's sin. We should try to stay out of that category. Amen? Amen. So we were going to 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. That's where we were going. I told you to put your finger there. Well, I'm there now. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God. You may put your initials right there because you are responsible to get that done. Amen? You are responsible to do that. Pastor does not come to your house and climb into your brain via your ear canal and, 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 and put this, this light in there because it's real dark in there, you know, and, and determine whether your thoughts are of God or not. Not a day. That's not part of my job description, okay? <laughs> That's not in there. <laughs> That's your job to clean that out. I'm not cleaning your commode, and I'm not cleaning inside your head either. That's for you to do. Amen. And when you see it needs a royal flush, go for it. Amen? Temptation comes 
to all saints, regardless of age or experience. This is a normal situation in the life of a human being. However, if we allow doubt to enter our hearts, we have sinned against God and against our faith. You see, when you have doubt, what you're doing is you're taking a bludgeoning instrument and you're trying to beat down Jesus Christ with it. You know those big balls on the wrecking balls. That's what they call them, isn't it? You're taking this huge wrecking ball and you're trying to knock down Jesus Christ. It's just not going to work. Sooner or later, that ball comes swinging back at you. That's what your doubts do. That's not good. That's not the picture of faith. Amen? So we need to remember that. God will not allow us to become completely overcome by temptation without making a way for us to escape to safety. Many times we ignore or do not choose God's way to bear the situation out of ignorance, deception, or rebellion. When we decide to entertain thoughts of doubt in our minds, we open the door to the devil. No, he did not ring the doorbell. You just opened the door. Most often, saints act in an unwise manner. They choose to just let those thoughts hang around. They think that they can just keep an eye on the devil and that will be enough. That's never been enough. How foolish. Satan is a thief. He's waiting for you to become distracted so that he can take you captive again. Saints, we are to be alert. We are to resist Satan at the onset of the attack. Well, it didn't seem like it was an attack to me. Eve didn't think it was an attack either, but it was. Yes, we are to resist Satan at the onset of the attack. Yes, at the very first thought. And so they say to you, I don't like that church you go to. And so you ignore it and walk off. No, you don't. You might walk off, but you better bind that devil in fast. And you better make that devil know that he ain't got a thing to do with what God has called you to do. He has no lot nor part in it. It's time to put your foot down. You think you can just let people say that kind of, of what you call negativity. No, it's a satanic attack. We're not doing the politically correct thing. We're doing the gospel thing. 
They can just say that, and it's just, you know, no, you're passive and complacent. The Bible doesn't tell you to roll over and play dead. There's no resurrection power in that. Amen? The Bible says there's a time to be silent, but there is also a time to speak. Amen. 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 So let's talk a little bit about those thoughts we just choose to let hang around. They don't seem like an attack to us. Why? Because we're not alert. That's the first problem. We just let them just matriculate in the back of our mind, on the back burner, and we think it's okay to just let the devil hang out there. He's not there to hang out there. He's there to build a stronghold. His visit to you isn't because he was coming by to see how you were doing. He came to take you captive. So whatever you do, don't open the door. But no, not you. You you just run to the door and fling it open and say, hi, come on in. And those thoughts just sit there in the back of your mind rummaging around, trying to find out what other junk from your past they can add to their arsenal and use it against you. Nobody wants to say amen, Lord. It's okay. So you think you can just keep an eye on the devil and that's going to be enough. I haven't seen it work that way yet. David didn't play that game with Goliath. He got down to business. He knew what his business was, and it did not matter what his brothers thought. He knew what God had put into him. And he came to the battlefield to win. There was, if you go back and read his statement to Goliath, there's no wavering in it anywhere. Not at all. He didn't allow the devil the opportunity to tell him he was too young. He'd never fought in a fight before. This man has been a warrior since he's a youth. You're just this young strat. He didn't listen to any of that. He politely pulled out his resume and said, the lion, the bear. There it is. I wish the saints would do that. I wish the saints would do that. Amen. So, Saints, we are to resist Satan at the onset of the attack. Yes, at the very first thought. We are to submit ourselves to God and resist the devil. It didn't say sit there and listen. It said resist. That's an action word. Amen. We are to withstand him firm in faith. 
not pondering if the thought seems good to us. We are to face our enemy, rooted, established, strong, immovable, and determined, and speaking forth the word of God. But is that what we do say? We have been made able to fight the good fight of faith and win. But do we? Well, perhaps we are lack in this area. Perhaps we choose to try the spirits and thoughts with our emotions or even with our own thoughts. Instead of using the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, our emotions or our own thoughts do not produce the same result as when we use the sword of the Spirit. Allowing voices which are not of God to work our minds over does not produce the same results as binding those voices in Jesus' name. Yes, sir, I'll say it again. Allowing voices which are not of God to work our minds over does not produce the same results as binding those voices in Jesus' name. Pay attention, saints, to your own thoughts and to the voices which you entertain. See, some of you are so passive and so complacent that you'll let people say anything to you. You know, there's a time when you need to speak up the truth. They're saying the lie. Why can't you tell the truth? God says to overcome evil with good. Well, they've they've told the lie. Why don't you tell the truth? Mm hmm. Well, Jesus, the Lord says, pay attention, saints to your own thoughts and to the voices which you entertain. Wicked thoughts do not appear to be wicked at the first encounter. Ask Eve. Satan is very sly, and you cannot afford to ignore him nor can you afford to listen to him either. Satan is a liar. What do liars do? They tell lies. In fact, you can count on them to do it. You should expect that. A liar is a liar 24 hours a day, seven days a week. A manipulator is a manipulator 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence. Diligence? Yes, that's what he said, diligence. Keep your heart with all diligence. It requires careful and persistent work or effort. You have to be conscientious and industrious about it. You see, in Christ, there is a work ethic. Mm-hmm. Amen. You have to work at it. It's not going to come, drop on you like rain and you just sit there and soak it up. Diligence requires steady, earnest, and energetic effort, devoted and painstaking work and applications to accomplish an undertaking. So you just can't do, you know, kumbaya, Lord, kumbaya. Mm -hmm, Yeah, you better get up and do some kumbaya yourself. Keep thy heart with all diligence. You got to work this thing. It's more like cleaning the oven. You know how much fun that is. (laughs) Okay, I got a reaction, Lord. (laughs) You're going to need more than scrubbing bubbles. Let's put it that way. For out of it are the issues of life. Saints above all else, guard, like on a military base, your affection. Military base. You have to get permission just to show up. You have to have the right credentials to get past the gate. But that's not how Christians act. They let every situation and every person and every event just sweep right into their emotions. They never stop like the guard does at the gate and say, no, they don't do that. Oh, come right in. No. That's not what the Bible said to do. If you don't have the right credentials, And you're not allowed to just roam around the base wherever you want to go. You have to go to a specified place or else they'll arrest you. Well, what's wrong with the saints? We just open our heart to any pretty smile. Oh, I like his shoulders. What's that got to do with who's inside of him? Okay, Lord, I try. (laughs) Your affections influence everything else in your life. Guard your heart from going astray from God and his commands. Guard your heart. You know those soldiers at the gate, they're armed. They're armed with deadly force. 
They've been trained and they know how to use it. They're not afraid to put you down. So now what is wrong with the saints? Oh, I see. He was just sent by God. Who cares what you think? God says his thoughts are higher than yours anyway. And you're still God. Did you get the point? Since when did your opinions become the great I am? Okay. Your affection, saints, influence everything else in your life. Why? Because instead of allowing your spirit man to rule, your emotions have too much to say. Your emotions talk to your thoughts. And your thoughts go, yeah, that sounds good to me. And they just roll right through your life, and you don't bother to put the brakes on at any time. That's not the Christian life. The Christian life is not allowing your emotions to dictate what's right or what's wrong. Well, I feel. Well, if I poke you with a pen, you feel something different. Well, I think, have you checked that in with the word of God? No. That's called walking in the flesh. We are told not to do that. Amen. But you already know that, don't you, church? You already know that. Guard your heart from going astray from God and his commands. Remember the good and evil deeds which you do come from your heart. When we keep our hearts from evil, it is easier to obey God. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. Every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. One more time. Every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Genesis chapter 8, verse 21. Genesis chapter 8, verse 21. Genesis chapter 8, verse 21. I'm going to the middle of the verse. Four. The imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. It's been with you a while. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 17, we get an example 
of Abraham doubting God. Abraham, the friend of God, he's doubting God. And Genesis chapter 17, verse 17, we get a good picture. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said, where? In his heart shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old, and shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? Now, God just finished telling him that that's exactly what was going to happen. But not only did he doubt God, but he laughed. He was bold, wasn't he? He, in essence, said to God, you can't pull this off. I'm too old, she too old, and we can't even get it on. So how are you going to do this? So the child's name was Isaac, God laughed. You know, all of these folks, that when the ruling came down on Roe versus Wade, and it starts shutting down the abortion, the urologists were doing more vasectomies than they could keep track of. It's not going to be funny when God says, I got something for you. And all of these unexpected children pop up out of where? That's not going to be funny. That's going to be a real wow. You don't tell God that you're not going to do what he designed you to do. I know of this couple that thought they could outsmart God. So they're going to use three methods at one time. Well, they still got the baby. You understand? (laughs) It is what it is. He's God, you're dust. Do you get the point? So let's go look at Jacob. Genesis 45, 26. <laughs> Genesis chapter 45, verse 26. Genesis. See, you can't go around doubting. It's not a good, it's not a good practice. It'll get you in trouble. Genesis chapter 45, verse 26, and told him, saying, this is Joseph's brethren, you know them? Joseph is yet alive, and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted, for he believed them not. Now, for a change, they weren't telling a lie. I know how it is when you have these people in your life that that's all they do is lie. When they finally decide to tell the truth, it's almost impossible to believe them. But you see, you have to keep taking it to God and say, okay, is this the truth or a lie? You can't afford to miss it. Amen? 
Saints, the dangerous and deadly matter about an evil heart moved with unbelief is that it will cause you to depart from God. It will separate you from God. And when you finally depart from God, the Holy Spirit will depart from you. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. Not. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither does he tempt any man. But every man is tempted, one, when he is drawn away of his own lust and desire and enticed. Enticed? Yes. Allowing ourselves to be persuaded, lured, or tempted by the possibility or promise of something that we want. We allow ourselves to be persuaded, lured, or tempted by the possibility or promise of something that we want. That's how gambling and the lotto works. Isn't it? They want you to part with your perfectly good money on a chance that you might get some more. And so every week, there's a line at the corner store with all these people coughing up their perfectly good, hard-earned money on a chance of maybe. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's on the manipulative end mostly. See, most people know when they're being manipulated. They just decide to go for it anyway. (laughs) But being gullible is wrong too. Being gullible is wrong. When you know it's wrong, it's still wrong. It's not going to change because you decide to do it anyway. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Amen? So don't go to God with this but uh, but uh, they said and he said and she said and don't, don't do that. Just tell the truth. Often we allow ourselves to be led astray from our true course. Yes, we can opt out. But many times we just don't bother to do it. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. All the devil's lies or all of our doubt, none of it changes the facts of God's truth. None of it changes the facts of God's truth. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, 
and shall he not make it good? You need to answer him. That's your homework assignment. Numbers 23:19. You need to answer God this week. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? You have to answer God. He's waiting on your answer. He's got something to say. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me boldly, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Period. There's no question mark there. Matthew, Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But my word shall not pass away. Matthew twenty four thirty five. Amen. Romans chapter three verse three. 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 For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? So, your cousin don't believe in speaking in tongues. Their unbelief doesn't change the gift of God in you. The unbelief is their problem. Not yours. We got it straight? Psalm 119, verse 89. Psalm 119, verse 89. Psalm 119, verse 89. Forever, O Lord, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Forever. Forever. I know some of us think that we can wait a little while and try to twist God's pinky and see if he'll change his mind. But he says plainly, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Let's go to verse 140, Psalm 119, verse 140. Psalm 119, verse 140. Thy word is very pure. It has no taint 
no corruption, no degradation. Thy word is very pure. No confusion, no double-minded, no switch on and off, no shadow of turning. Verse 160, Psalm 119, verse 160. Psalm 119, verse 160. Thy word is true from the beginning. Thy word is true from the beginning. Every one of thy righteous judgments endureth, how long? Forever. So when the gavel goes down with God, that's it. Psalm 138, verse 2. Psalm 138, verse 2. Psalm 138, verse 2. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast chapter 14, verse 6. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6. God is incapable of lying. Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth. Nikki Haley doesn't know anything about this. Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So, Pastor, what causes us to doubt God? Well, I'm happy that you asked. The answer may be that you may not know the word of God. So you ought to walk in your flesh instead of obeying the spirit of truth. How about that? You may not know the word of God. And you're not asking Jesus, Lord, take me in the Bible and show me what you're trying to tell me. It's hard. Let's see. Lord, take me into the Bible, and show me what you're trying to tell me. Fifteen words. Can you handle it? Fifteen words. I think you can. Amen. Amen. 
18. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. I, I, I just don't know what to do, Pastor. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bible says if any man lacks wisdom, to ask God. So that's the answer right there. Ask God. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Mm-hmm. Happy. Happy is he. No vision is because you're not you're not going along with Jesus. He always has vision. In fact, there's this song about be thou my vision, and there's some more to the song. He's never lacking in vision. You need vision? Go to the Lord. It may be that you prefer to do what you want rather than to experience any level of inconvenience or suffering required to obey God fully. That might be the reason you doubt the Lord. It may be that you actually prefer to do what you want rather than to experience any level of inconvenience or suffering required to obey God fully. In other words, you don't really love God. Remember, we already went to that scripture last week that talked about his commands not being grievous. Yes, we did. You didn't come? You didn't come, you didn't come to class? Well, now, why, why was that? Yes, we did. We talked about it. Amen. Amen. There we go. Amen. Let's see. All the way to first John. First John five three. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not greedy. Amen. It's a real world with real God and real power. Amen. 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 It could be that you stopped reading your Bible so that you've disconnected from the God of the Word. It could be. That's why you have that. Or it could be that you're really overly focused on the circumstances rather than remaining focused on the Lord. Yes, that could be a reason too. That could be a reason. Perhaps you have become weary 
in well-doing. Really? Mm-hmm. It happens. Malachi chapter 3, verse 14. Malachi chapter 3, verse 14. Malachi, you know Malachi. He's a good old guy. Chapter 3, verse 14. Ye have said it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have ordinance, and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? Well, he says that we reap if we don't think. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's what the Bible says. It does. It does say that. You know it says that. You do. In Hebrews 11:6, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen? You do know that. Don't you tell me. I I don't know that, Pastor. Yes, you do. Oh, but you do. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. Don't get tired of doing what's right. There's a reward if you don't quit. Or perhaps it is the case of Luke 12. Luke 12, beginning with verse 29. Luke 12, beginning with verse 29. Luke chapter 12, beginning with verse 29. And seek not ye what ye shall eat. Of course not. You're on a fast. You know what you can eat. Or what ye shall drink. And you know that too. Neither be ye of what? Doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after. And your father knoweth that ye have need of these things. Isn't that interesting? He says, don't be concerned with what you eat or what you drink. And furthermore, don't be of a doubtful mind. I think he's pretty direct there. What you think about that? You are overly concerned about your physical needs and comfort. You have difficulty in believing in that which you cannot see. Or... You're addicted to the soft and convenient lifestyle. As far as you're concerned, money comes from the ATM and food comes from the grocery store. And everything else, Amazon will send. Lord, I believe the guilty are among us. Remember Lot's wife? She didn't want to leave her cushy life in Sodom. 
Now let me tell you something. When God decides to burn part of the planet off the planet, it's not too bright to want to stick around, okay? It says something about your mentality. It says something about you. The angel is in your face telling you, let's get out of here because we can't do another thing till you're gone. And we have a command. See, they don't believe in procrastination. God speaks, they do. That's it. And that's the way it is. So the angels are telling them, let's go, let's go, let's go. Get a move on. Let's go. And and told them, don't look back. Whatever you do, don't look back. No, not her. She's going to do it anyway. Well, you know what happened. And some people are just that way, you know. Some people are that way. Or it may be that you have become so entrenched in your daily living that you have failed to keep the Lord in first place. That could be a reason you have doubt. Revelation chapter 2, verse 4. Revelation chapter 2, verse 4. Revelation chapter 2, verse 4. Revelation. Chapter 2, verse 4. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, Jesus says, because thou hast left thy first love. He said, you left me. I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left. Thy first love. You know how it is you get saved. Oh, Jesus, I love you. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And as soon as the circumstances start getting a little better and the pressure eases off, there you go. You used to spend that time in prayer and in your Bible. And now it's time for March Madness. I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to keep going. Because, see, that was last week. I'm not going back there. Okay? All right. Praise the Lord. Oh, you may be addicted to hurry and impatience. I got to have it now, right now, right now. Can't wait. Got to have it right now. Why can't it manifest right now? I have waited two minutes already. God does not wear a Rolex or a timex, or any other X you have. He created time. He's not bound by time at all. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence which has great recompense of reward. I told you God rewards. For ye have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Amen. 
still others have forgotten all the wonderful things that the Lord has done. God got you out of jail. He dropped the charges. And you forgot all about that. You're just sailing down the road of life. He dropped the charges. Jesus dropped the charges. But you're going to act like you don't remember that. Case dismissed, saved by grace. You forgot that, Paul. Because you know you was guilty, but we don't have to talk about that now. Psalm 78, verse 11. Psalm 78, verse 11. And forgot his works and his wonders that he had showed them. Now, you know you was about on the street corner with nobody caring about you at all. And here Jesus finds a place for you to stay. He gives you some furniture you didn't buy and on and on and and provides all your needs. And you forgot that? You need to go back and review your testimony. Psalm 78, verse 19. Psalm 78, verse 19. Yes, they spake against God, they said. Here's doubt now. Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Well, honey, he's the honey in the rock. What do you think? Behold, he smote the rock that the waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Now, when you finish puking up that bird, I guess you have an answer to that. Saints, we can't fit God into a bottle, nor can we understand his ways with our carnal mind. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Dust cannot think on the same level as God. Just get that. Isaiah 55, Isaiah 55, beginning with verse 8, Isaiah 55, beginning with verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Okay, get it straight. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Somebody needs to sign off on that scripture verifying that they have read it and understood it. So the next time you do it, the Holy Spirit will just help you to find it again. Praise God. Amen. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 7. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 7. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 7. Because the carnal mind is at war. It's full of hatred toward God. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. 
So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Why? Because they are not in faith. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. No. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 21 wants to talk to us. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Well, what does that mean, Pastor? You know, that's the scripture for everyone who loves this traditional wisdom that is not God. Worldly or traditional wisdom doesn't help us to receive the things of the Spirit. Traditional wisdom is not God. God is God. Do we all understand? Very good. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us. Who is made unto us? Jesus Christ, who of God is made unto us wisdom. That's where your wisdom comes. Anything else is foolishness. And God takes no pleasure in a fool. Amen. The Bible says even the thought of the foolish is sin. Isn't the Bible? Oh, yes, it is. Isn't it, Brother Ben? Amen. Mm-hmm. The learned rabbi Nicodemus could not understand the simple spiritual truths of Jesus until he stopped his carnal Analyzing. I know none of you do that, do you? The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 3. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 3. You're going fi- to figure it out with your little mind. Now, about that time, you ought to hear yourself saying, you know, you tried that before and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Uh, evidently not. Verse 7, marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Now, Nicodemus wasn't some ignorant man. He was part of the Sanhedrin. He was well taught in the scriptures. But he could 
couldn't understand the simplest message that Jesus was teaching. Why? He kept trying to figure it out with his carnal mind. Verse 9, Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? Verse 12, Jesus speaking, I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not. How shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not, see, N-O-T, not, as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their what? Harvest. Don't do like other Gentiles do and walk around in the vanity of your mind, the foolishness of your own thoughts. You know, we pray about that, the pride, the work of errors, and the foolishness of our own opinion. Don't we pray about that? Mm-hmm. So we're not supposed to dabble into that. That's like... um Worse than fentanyl and crack mixed up in your mind. Sudden death. We get it now? Very good. Having the understanding darkened. Uh, I, I, I just can't understand this. Why? Because they are alienated. You know, aliens and this regular folk don't get along too tough. Alienated from the life of God, the life that comes from God, why? Because of the ignorance that is in them. Why are they ignorant? Because of the blindness of their heart. So there's your progression. They walk around in a mental stupor. Continually. And they act like they don't know that that's what they're in. They live it there. It's like they have this bubble over their heads where it's so dark they can't see out. There's nothing in there to answer the question. But it's all because of the blindness of their heart. Remember when Pharaoh hardened his heart? Well, their hearts are blind. That's dangerous. That's deadly. 
You're not supposed to mess around in that. You know better. You have the light of life. You have Jesus Christ. The entrance of your word giveth what? Thank you. It giveth understanding to who? The simple. So, you cannot walk around in Christ, and so now you're four years old in Christ, but you want to act like you're six months old in Christ. You want to lay there on your back and holler and scream whenever you don't get what you want the minute you want. And you want to think your pout and your tantrum on God is supposed to change what he's going to do. Time to grow up, saints. Time to grow up. Saints, doubting our God, his truth, his love, his provision, his power, and his protection is sin. Are you guilty of doubting God? I'm going to let you answer the Lord with that one. I'm going to let you answer. I'm going to let you talk to the Lord about that. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the word because you expect some answers. Our homework is to answer you. Our homework is to recast this message. And thank the Holy Spirit for the conviction that we got and answer you. Amen. We want to thank you that we're covered by the blood of Jesus, that we're the head and not the tail, that you're our shepherd and you have supplied all of our need according to your riches and glory, and that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we're going to cast down these imaginations and bring into captivity every evil thought. We cast all of our cares upon you, and we know that you care for us. We know that you care for us. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man, and we dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks. We bind all Scientology. We bind all Scientology. We bind the teachings of its founders. We bind its error. We bind its doctrinal sin in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We thank you, Lord, for pulling it down. Father, there are many scriptures in the word that declare that everything that's hidden will be revealed. Thank you for the reveal. Thank you for the reveal in Jesus' name. Thank you for the reveal that can't be gainsaid in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We return the attack onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, listeners, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks, leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, and their attacks. Thank you, Lord, that you have an answer for every attack. Thank you, Lord. Quartum spirits and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer. And their attacks. It's an attack. It's an attack. It's an attack. All hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks. Mystic rituals and their intents. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons in their attack, microwave attack, binding all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components. We take authority, dominion, and power over every weapon coming from what we call outer space or any other galaxy in Jesus' name, from any orbit from any planet, from any star, from any station on any planet, from any satellite, from any global positioning satellite system. We bind you in the name of Jesus, and we return your weapons back to you. We return your attacks back to you. Using our satellites, using our surveillance system, using our electronic and technological devices. We send every attack back. Every audio attack goes back to the sender in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack goes back. Every attack goes back. Every attack goes back in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, EMF, EMP, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, force feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks, designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind Buddhist black magic 
Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, tribal, islanders, groups that have not yet been discovered. We bind your witchcraft and your occult activity and your idolatry in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the demons that you attract and worship in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every coven, every cult, every conclave, and every cabal, every coven of witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, obedient witch doctors, shamans, and such, every cult and its lies, deceptions, and intimidation, every conclave of of unauthorized individuals and entities seeking to control the world, and all cabals, especially all of those that come under the umbrella, including NGOs of the Illuminati and their wicked works in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you and we give you the praise. We release the power in the name of Jesus Christ against you. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind all Jamaican witchcraft in Jesus' name. We bind all Haitian witchcraft in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedication, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind the formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. Spirits of infirmity supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose. Stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, tranquilize, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind all false flags. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, 
thou root worker sent against us, astral projection sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender or witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website, the app, and the broadcast. Binding all abortions as magical ritual. Taking authority, dominion, and power and returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, and such. All tribal witchcraft, hexes, vexes, and spells and such in Jesus' name. Returning particular devices and tactics used in tribal witchcraft. Returning all Chaldean witchcraft to the sender in the name of Jesus. We boomerang it back to you. Every attack must go back. Returning to sender all Spanish witchcraft. Returning all the tactics, all the mechanics. Through all the devices, return to the sender according to the covenant in Jesus' name. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts and every act of sexual sin, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charm, time magic, and folk magic spells. Binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them. Binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even in numbering. Binding synchrony. Binding and caging Poseidon and all other underwater demons. And stripping them of their crowns, their powers, and their thrones. Transferring them back to Jesus Christ because all power belongs to God. Binding all conjurations and summoning of demons. Binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts. Binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, potions. Binding all blockages to righteous spiritual reception. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement. Great Reset, Make Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, Agenda 2030, and all the other of those agendas. Religious, false religions, numerology, horoscopes of spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions. The outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness, send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind our human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and solely sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind every queen of the coast. We bind every queen of the coast and their works and their finances in the name of Jesus Christ. And their finances and their finances and their finances in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding nature worship, deception, unfocused mind, idle mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub. Molech, Basilech, Python, Neptune, Atlas, Zeus, Mammon, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Os, Isis, On, and all false deities. Baphomet and his 72 in Jesus' name. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness, and we send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, cold and hot spots, psychic weapons, prompters, toads, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return door slamming, and we return their affliction to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources, and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, their charter, the rituals of every secret society and the associated organizations. We bind all their powers, and we bring their powers to naught in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs, Rooted in sin. Now, you know if your family belongs to some tribal group, they've got tons of traditions and customs that are rooted in sin. You need to get them uprooted out of you in the name of Jesus. Go to your Savior. He will help you. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. And Father, we ask you to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and shame, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, was transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus, command them to leave, whether they came through the computer, through the phone lines, or any other line. We bind you in Jesus' name. And we trap you in your own lines in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted, 
were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place and are imprisoned, and the January 6th prisoners. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus and our mode of transportation, whatever that may be. Amen. Okay. What's one of them jump up and down sticks? What do you call them? Pogo sticks. Okay, Lord. Okay, whoever it is that has that stick, Lord, we're covering their mode of transportation in the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. We take authority, dominion, and power over the animals and the demons of the road so that they don't cross our path. We thank you, Lord, that you have already dispatched your angels ahead of us to protect us. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons of the day, night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams and command them to stay away. We ask for giant warrior angels to protect us and our property as we sleep or even in the day. And we thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your warring linking angels. We thank you for their linking shields. We thank you for the praising angels. But most of all, Lord, we thank you for your very presence. We take authority, dominion, and power over all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, anything sent to us from the demonic realm. We send it all back now. Every attack must go back. Every attack must go back. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack. Come out of the eye. Come out of the eye. Come out from behind the eyes. Come out from behind the eyes. Come out from behind the eyes. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out from behind the eyes. Come out from behind the eyes. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack in Jesus' name. Come out from behind the eyes. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Their bodies of the temple, our bodies of the temple of the Holy Ghost. You're intruding. You're trespassing. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you release your angels to attack these demons, to arrest these demons, and to take them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Come out from behind the eyes right now in the name of Jesus. Come out from behind the eyes. You may not use the eye gate. You may not use the eye gate. Every disease, ailment, or sickness of the eyes, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come out now. 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 Bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. 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 Out in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the angels making these spirits bow to the name of Jesus. Come on out. Pressure behind the eyes. Pressure. Pressure that God did not authorize. You're illegal. Come out now. In Jesus' name.
We take the blood of Jesus and break the power of all witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, sorcerers, Wiccans, pagans, and any other source, and all of their rituals off of us now in Jesus' holy name. We return spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry. You are destroyed in the name of Jesus. Blindness, spirits of blindness, binding spirits of bondage, fear, hate, and heaviness. We thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus being released upon your people in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you to our deliverer who never fails to deliver us. Saints, if you need more deliverance on those lines, don't sit down and decide it's time to go wash the car. It's not. It's time to spend time with your Savior. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's see. Where are we? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Amen. Rise for the benediction. Saints, pastor loves you. Do what you know is right. Jesus wants some answers on these questions. Amen? Amen. He wants some answers. Don't keep him waiting. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. And everyone said, amen. Amen. So we know what we have to do. Amen. Amen. We're going to recast the broadcast, and we're going to answer Jesus' questions, and we're going to get a deeper understanding of what he expects. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh